Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, good afternoon and welcome to the cop update from the LFC Day Trippers for this is Tuesday. Um second show of the week, second cop update of all time, um as some would say. But um loads and loads to get through in the next half an hour or so. Um with regards to stuff on the pitch, off the pitch, transfer stuff, um quotes here and quotes there and all sorts of stuff going on. Um but I'm gonna start with something that um Garrett McDonnell um, has put up here, and I'll just put up on the screen for you. He says, Afternoon, folks. Rumours are rife that there's yet more COVID cases at Liverpool's training ground. Thursday's game in the Carabao Cup could be in doubt. Um, look, we kind of got news um, today from someone I would consider fairly reliable. Um, and the way it came out was, was that... Um, Liverpool team training was cancelled today. More COVID cases. All goalkeepers are positive. Players sent home. Um, that was followed up with training had been cancelled, and um, the could be it, it could leave the Carabao Cup game in doubt. Um, goalkeeper coaches rumoured to have it as well. So it's one of those where um, it's one of those where you know it's where do you go with it? Like, you know, where do you go? Like, it's 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 very it's going to be very strange if if we go into this game now on Thursday with <clears throat> like it's um no goalkeepers. Like, where do we go for a goalkeeper now? I'm still of the opinion if Liverpool have fourteen players that they can put out on Thursday night, they should. But um, we'll have to wait and see. We'll have to wait and see. Like the talk is that Kirby has been closed. Um. Everyone has been sent home, so training um, has been cancelled and the number of cases have, have risen. So we'll have to wait and see what comes of that. Today is, of course, Tuesday. Um, if they got, if they have some cases or, or tests that have come back and, and they could be positive, or they, they probably wait. They probably wait until, until Thursday morning. But then again, you have to worry about fans, don't you, um, moving and, and heading towards games, but they don't really give a shit about that. Let's be honest about it. They'll call her off for a couple of hours' notice. Um, someone says there, flat out. Yeah, Garrett Lawson says flat out, Gav. I think it was Garrett Lawson that said flat out. Um, yeah, he did. Yeah, I am flat out, full time. No messing. Um, giving the people what they want or don't want. If you don't want it, like, what can we do about it? Um, Daz says that that's true, Gav. No training. The training ground is closed today. 
and tomorrow. Um, Captain Sal says just stick Van Dijk in goal. Jimmy Milner in Nets only position he hasn't played. You don't know what's going to happen. You know, um, the chances are if these numbers are what they say they are, the game will get called off. I'm I'm fairly steadfast on my opinion that it's very, very difficult um, for, in my opinion, any team in the Premier League not to have 14 players ready to go. And that's why you'll probably see tests being done on players tomorrow morning and Thursday morning and then a decision will be made on it. So we'll have to see. Tommy C said Carrius uh, comeback imminent. Um, it could be. Enjoying these lunchtime shows, Gav. Yeah, listen, the thing about these lunchtime shows is whether you're watching it um, live or you're watching it back later on, or you're listening to it on an audio download, we're just giving you updates on what's going on with Liverpool for a half an hour or so every day. People in the chat can throw in if they've heard anything, and we can we can absolutely um we can absolutely talk about what people bring up as well. So it's a chance for me to bring you some news and you to bring me some news, and we'll have a chat around it. But the talk is, and um, before we move on on this subject, is that the Liverpool training ground has been closed today, could be closed tomorrow, um, more um possible. COVID cases and the goalkeeping coaches and goalkeepers um, seem to be the ones that there is an issue around. Um, we'll have to just wait and see on that. I'm sure, you know, um, we. Mo- I think we're doing a show later on tonight. We haven't decided what we're doing later on tonight, but I'm sure that will come up in the show regardless of what it might be. I was going to do a quiz later, to be honest with you, if I could get a crew together, but uh, let me know if you want to see a, a quiz later. I would just take the night off. Let us know. Um Milner was mentioned there. Um, happy birthday to James Milner. Uh, 36 years of age today. I think it's 20 years since he's made his debut at Leeds. It might be in the 2001-2 season um, when he makes his debut at Leeds. So 20 years in top flight football for James Milner. He does turn 36 today. And you know what? Um, what a career. Um, what a player. And, you know, we can all have the arguments about is he good enough or not good enough or should we be looking beyond James Milner for, for certain things. But um, a massive happy birthday to him. And 20 years of, of you know, professional football is absolutely brilliant. Um Trent, we had some we had some quotes from Trent on the Liverpool website this morning with regards to the title race and Man City and stuff like that. So um, he basically saying, basically not giving up, but basically saying, look, with regards to City, what can we do um, and what we should be looking to do, and you know what their outlook is, and and I think it's a, it's a really good outlook when you when you look at the quote. He says, um, "There's not really much we can do except try to win as many games as we can between now and the end of the season." He told LiverpoolFC.com uh, post match, "We just we're just past the halfway point, so a lot can happen between now and May. We may we make sure we focus on ourselves, make sure we stay as close to them as we can, but." It will be difficult and we need teams to beat them for us. But it's about us making sure we are in a position to capitalise if they drop points. Um, yeah, he's spot on what he's saying. Um, it is very difficult. The, the chance of them dropping points are probably slim and none the way City are playing at the moment. Added to the fact Liverpool have given away leads and, and lost games that they shouldn't have over the last couple. Um, and you know what? It's a great mentality to have though because, you know, when you're game in hand, it's eight points. You have to, if they make a slip or two and you can get it down to three or four and you play them at the Etihad, there's, there's loads of stuff that can happen. But um, it's, I like Trent's outlook um, that they just have to try win as many games as they possibly can. And if something crops up where City lose themselves a little bit, um, we are there to, um, 
we are there to capitalize if possible. Um, Tommy C, Jesus, Tommy, um, what happened to you? How did you do this? He says, I broke my ankle two weeks before Christmas, so out of work for a couple of weeks, so loving the extra content. We must be due a Glazers out protest any day now. Um, yeah, that's following United's defeat at um, Old Trafford's at Wolves last night, in which they were comprehensively battered 1-0 by all uh, by all accounts. I didn't see an awful lot of it. I've seen the goal, but the stats were fairly shocking at half-time. Um, let us know how you broke your ankle and get better soon, but... Um, but yes, the trend stuff is... The trend stuff is I like the quotes from him. I like the attitude from him. Um, a lot of people will say that it's a, it's an easy thing to say. You know, it's an easy thing to just turn around and say that. But let's hope that the squad feel like that. Let's hope that the defeat at Leicester and that, and that draw at Chelsea kind of frees them up a little bit. And not only that, puts a bit of determination into them and that they go and apply themselves to the absolute max between now and the end of the season and see where it takes us. See where it absolutely takes us. Um, young player Tony Gallagher has left Liverpool and signed for St. Johnson on a three and a half year deal. Um, he's been at Liverpool about four years and I read earlier he was being linked to United and, and Barcelona before he signed for Liverpool, but he has gone, uh, back, he was, he's gone back to Scotland. Um, and signed for St. Johnson on a three and a half year deal. So we wish him all the best. Um, it's not really fourteen team news, but it is a transfer out of Liverpool nonetheless. But um, best of luck to him. And um, St. Johnson made a couple of signings of, over the last couple of days. So they're obviously looking to either try to get away from where they are in the league. I think they're bottom of the, the, the uh, Scottish Premier League. Um, or else they're planning for next year where they can have a good goal to get back up there. But uh, Tony Gallagher has left the club and gone to St. Johnson. Um one little thing on Naby Keita, um, Nacional, the Spanish publication, have linked Naby Keita with a move away from Liverpool to Barcelona in the summer. Um, talks are um, The talk in this piece is that Klopp is willing to let Keita leave at the end of the season and Barcelona have put themselves in pole position. Barcelona is, is, um, is a strange one, isn't it? Like, They've signed Ferran Torres and you have, I think it was Juan Laporta coming out and saying, we're back, we're back in business and we're back in big transfers. And then the next next thing you're looking and you're saying to yourself, that you have to clear salaries and clear players out so they can play Ferran Torres. Um, it's it's a weird one. You know, th- this is going to light things up if Naby Keita is being linked away because Naby Keita, along with one or two others, is, is like a major talking point within the Liverpool squad where they are pro Naby Keita, anti Naby Keita, neutral on Naby Keita. Um but he's been he's been linked. He's been linked. G ten said he would drive him to the airport. Um <clears throat> uh, James Benyon says um seeing the stuff about the COVID April Kirby, Arsenal and Shrewsbury games in big danger of being forfeited. Well they won't be forfeited. Um no one has forfeited the game because of COVID. So I, I can't see that happening. I get where you're coming from on the Cup games. Where they might have, there might be an issue, but the league game or, or the FA Cup, I, the league cup, I can see where you're coming from. The FA Cup, I can't. Um, so it's it's one of those we'll have to we'll have to wait and see. But um, the Naby Keita stuff is interesting. You know, it's not talking about a January transfer; it's talking about a summer transfer. But you kind of have to take this stuff with a, with a pinch of salt, especially when Barcelona are concerned because they're sending out massive, massive. Um, you know, mixed signals to, as to where they are financially. You know, the Ferran Torres stuff, the fact that they spend 55-odd million euros, I think, on them is a bit of a weird one where you stand back and go, where are they pulling that from? But at the same time, 
they can probably spend what they want, but they have to get back in within reg- regulations for the league, and that's where their issue is. Bring a player in, go ahead, but the percentage of of turnover as opposed to you know the usual stuff that went on, um, or the stuff that went on with Messi is their issue where they might have to clear some salaries, clear some players to make room for them. Um, if Naby did go and Bellingham come in straight away, I could handle that secure and be. I think most could. Bellingham is huge, huge money, um, huge money, and FSG have shown probably once in their tenure that they're willing to go out and sign, um, really big, and they'd have to show it again. And so far, they haven't, you know, and we all talk about how Klopp likes players for X amount and likes to build them up and stuff like that. So, unless the special talent. Joe Bellingham is described as a special talent by a lot of people and we'll have to wait and see on that but I just think it's a lot of talk about Joe Bellingham because he's, he's a self-proclaimed Liverpool fan. I haven't seen anything to suggest that there's anything concrete in Joe Bellingham and when you add that to the fact that you're talking probably about £100 million, it's, it makes it more unrealistic um, that Liverpool will um Go and do anything on that. Uh, super chat from, um, let me see, I want to get this. Akash Shriv says, I'm the only one who wants to see any signing coming in. The squad has become so stale, we desperately need a robust, dynamic midfielder and a forward. I don't think you're alone in that. Um, I don't think you're alone in that, that you want to see some players come in. Um, typically, football fans like to see f- new players come in. Um, you hear that quote about shiny new things. I'm not really on board with that. Um I think it's just something that's thrown out there if somebody wants to sign and then somebody who doesn't want one um, shout, makes that shout. But the freshening up of the squad, I think, um, is is definitely something that has to, for me has to be looked at and freshening and strengthening um, because just, we're just flattering to deceive at times. And I think if, if you can do some business in January where, where it freshens up or improves us, and not only improves us for the next six months, improves for the next five, six years, I think it should be done. But I do have to say that the January transfer window can be quite difficult, especially if the standard player you're looking for, you know, um, teams are in the Champions League, teams are chasing league titles, team, teams are have their goals for the season. Mightn't even be that high of the, a goal of that height, but they still have their goals and they want to have their best players to try to achieve that. Um, Cav Oldham says rumour of a Tad Cantwell deal I think I've seen that last night but I think that was a, a, a bogus Twitter account that put that out Cav if you've seen something different absolutely let me know um, let me see um, Captain Sal says if Naby goes then Bellingham has to come in no excuses well for all the shit Naby Keita gets you know if you went on that you'd be selling him for 20 million quid so you want to throw 80 million on top of that for Joe Bellingham. But Joe Be- the, the rumours around Joe Bellingham are only based on the fact that he, he's, it's him and his father and his brother are huge Liverpool fans. I haven't seen anything to link Liverpool to Joe Bellingham. And the £100 million thing mightn't even be true either because that's just a number that's thrown out there. You have to remember that Erling Haaland is involved here. So if they don't sell Erling Haaland, now they'll sell him in the summer. And he looks like an absolute model to go. Are they willing to sell Joe Bellingham at the same time? Because Bruce Dortmund are still a quite a big football team and have quite a big say in all this, you know, so they might want to do both of them. So 
I'd, I'd park Jude Bellingham for the moment unless Liverpool were to just go out and literally land 100 million on their table which at the moment I can't see happening and not only that if they land 100 million on their table what else are they signing if you go and sign Jude Bellingham not in January but if you if you don't spend in January and you come and you, sp- you spend 100 million pounds on Jude Bellingham and that's it for the summer you're going to be happy I don't know if many would be they'd be delighted with the signing but overall I don't think um, I don't think um, many would be Massively happy with that as an overall thing. So we'll have to wait and see. Um, more Zakaria reports coming out since yesterday. I've seen some yes, some yesterday, even basically along the same lines as what we've seen yesterday. So apparently Borussia Dortmund, Bayern Munich, ourselves, Manchester United, and there was one other, it might have been Juventus, um, are looking at Zakaria from Munchen Gladbach. Talk, he's out of contract in the summer and you know, he looks a good signing for someone. I'm only going on what people have told me, i.e. Kev of this parish, but he looks a good signing because Kev's kind of kept an eye on him over the last 12 to 18 months. Having said that, um, it's a free in the summer. Reports are saying that £5 million or six over, just over €6 million Euros would get that deal done. Um, so... We'll have to wait and see on it. We have to wait and see on it. Like it's it, his name is floating about because he's on that list of people that um is free in the summer along with the likes of Pogba and um Mbappe and there's a good few on that list, um the select list that I read out yesterday. Um Chris M says Jude is not leaving. I swear our fan base forced Mbappe now Jude. Um yeah, you look, you'll get an awful lot of stuff around Mbappe, um Erling Haaland, Jude Bellingham. FSG, um, selling, staying, whatever. You're going to get an awful lot of that. Um, it's just one of the, it's, it's, it's silly season for all, but I'm just, I'm just going on what I've read and given an opinion. Um, but Zakaria, um, Zakaria is one where, um, I know Kev, I know Kev, um, is a big, is a big advocate of, of, Dennis Zakaria. Um and here is Kev just as we talk. I like that marker for a player, Gareth, at that level. I just don't think you'll see many big, big moves this window unless ridiculous money is involved, he says. I agree with you. Um I kinda when I seen City go with Ferran Torres, I was and let him go, I thought he'd have sniff around Holland. I genuinely did, but maybe not. But it wouldn't surprise me if City went to put another forward option in there during the January window because all their focus will turn come January, February into the Champions League and you know, despite Ferran Torres not wanting to be there, he's performed really well for them and their forward players are going through a really good period at the moment but we've seen it before where Jesus can fall out of favour Sterling can fall out of favour, Mariz has been brilliant but it'll be interesting to see what they do Um Red Steve said he saw Bellingham and Woolworths buying a Beatles LP. It's happening, lads. <laughs> okay, fair enough. Um, I just wanted to... Um, th- there's been another report as well about Dan Juma from Villarreal. Now, this was out in the, in the press yesterday, and it was a very kind of vague um, link with him, and it was basically along the lines of um, linked with Liverpool. Might be too complicated to do in the January window, but we'll go somewhere in the. It might go somewhere in the summer. Liverpool look at it this way. Now, the, literally, I seen four or five links. The four or five players yesterday, where it was basically word for word the same. You just changed the name. Said it was too complicated in January, and might be something Liverpool looks to do in the summer. A second link has come out around him today. Um, 
I don't think it's, I'm, I wouldn't be calling it um, reliable in any way. But the latest one is saying that Liverpool are preparing a €45 million Euros bid, I think it was, a €45 million pound bid for Dan Juma from v- Villa Real, formerly of Bournemouth, wasn't he? Um, and he's a Dutch international. And you know something? Um, I, I can't, I, I just can't see anything happening. Um, Villarreal are still in the Champions League. They'll want their best players until they go out of the Champions League and, and they'll be, you know, unless it's mammoth money, they're going to plead with that player, even if he wants to go to stay with them for that extra three or four months and see where they can go and see what they can achieve. And, and clubs are well within their rights to do that. But that's a kind of tenuous link. 45 million was the number thrown on top of it. And again, we'll have to wait and see. But like, we're like, I know we're only four days into January, but there's nothing solid around the Liverpool transfer. Nothing solid around the Liverpool transfer at the moment. We will read out the links that get thrown out there and the rumour that gets thrown out there and it gives us all to have it gives us all an opportunity to have our um opinion and our say on it. Um one thing that did kind of um, amuse me um this morning when I woke up was um it was Gar Crooks. Now Gar Crooks done a and I'm trying to find it here. Yeah. <coughs> I think he'd done a team of the year and he excluded Mo Salah from it. And Gar Crooks is known for doing this, um, excluding players that obviously should be in something and just don't include them, just put them, just don't include them for the crack. Um, it's clearly clickbait, but he, he comes across as being like really, really stupid when he does it. So he, he excludes Mo Salah, people laugh at him and he comes back with this. I heard my non-selection of Mohamed Salah in my team of the year got one or two a little hot under the collar. So straight off the bat, he knows what he's going to do and what reaction he's going to get from the first sentence. Well, I make no apologies for that. Well, no one asked you to say sorry, Gareth. Um, um, we just think you're a fucking idiot. But um, Salah made my team of the season but crudely chased the Golden Boot Award. Crudely, okay. His selfishness had a negative effect on Sadio Mane in particular, and in my view, had an adverse effect on Liverpool's campaign last season. I point the made at the time. Mo Salah wasn't Liverpool's team last season. We wouldn't get anywhere close to toward or fort, Gart. Um, just to let you know, the season this season Salah looks like a team player again, and his goals are coming naturally. He is no longer looking for cheap penalties, and is back to the player he was the season Liverpool won the title. And that's why he makes my team of the week. Um. So basically, what Gareth is trying to say there is that I've not put him in the team just to annoy people. Um, the fact that Salad Marlis, you know, dragged us to tour in the league last season when Fort looked an absolute like miracle at time, it was going to be a miracle at times. Um, that's an issue for Gareth. Um, because Sadio Mane didn't look on form. And he's not looking for cheap pens anymore. Um, when was he looking for cheap pens? And um, he looked back to a team player. He dragged his team last season, Gart. And now he looks like the player he was when Liverpool won the title. He's better than Liverpool than the player he looked when Liverpool won the title. And he's had that since the start of 2021. So... I don't know where he's going with this. Um, I'm sorry for coursing at two o'clock in the afternoon, at twenty past two in the afternoon. But um, 
Like, Gareth, you want to knock her on the head. Like, people only look at your team of the week to laugh at you, to be perfectly honest with you. And to take that player who was right up there as one of the best the world and has been for a number of years and what he does for Liverpool last season and what he's doing this season, to take him out because you feel that he's affected another player's form, you're, you're not watching football games. Um, that's just my take from it. But um, it did, it did uh, make me laugh earlier on it really did if you're watching and you haven't liked hit the like button if you have if you're not subscribed hit subscribe and if you can share this absolutely share it we're going to make it as always available as an audio download so if you're listening on an audio download make sure to um, hit the review button give us a five star review it takes about a minute or two to do and that would be a huge help to us um if anyone else has anything else they'd like to talk about in the next five minutes or so, absolutely throw it in there and I'll try to get to it before I go. Um, the rest of the week on the day trippers, um, I was going to try to do a quiz tonight. If I get a crew together, we'll do a quiz. If not, we'll take the night off. Tomorrow will be the midweek fix. Looking forward to the Arsenal game, which of course now looks like it might be in doubt, but we'll definitely do something on the midweek fix tomorrow. Um, Thursday, once the game goes ahead, we'll be full-time Reds with me and Kev. And Friday, Kev and Chris will be back with uh, Sports Unplugged. Um, Will this be daily? Gav says Emma Kavanagh. It will be daily, um, Monday to Friday. Monday to Friday, it will be daily. Um, Garrett McDonald says he's a Muppet trying to remain relevant. Um, <laughs> Emmett says he's a, he's a Muppet. Chap hasn't the breeze. Only reason BBC still have him is for the clicks on his ridiculous teams of the week slash year. Um, Owen says, did you see about the Arsenal game, Gav? The only thing I've seen so far, Owen, is that there is issues with COVID at Liverpool's training ground. Um, the players have been sent home. And um, that's all we know. And we probably won't know anything till tomorrow morning when tests are done again. And maybe even into Thursday morning before a call is made on the game, going by previous um, protocol around games in the Premier League. Um, the six biggest clubs, the biggest six clubs in the world, says Zakaria, um, all want Haaland and Jude. Seems like a low possibility that Dortmund are willing to let both go in the same window. I agree. I agree. The only thing is, I think Dortmund are already preparing themselves for Haaland's departure. They could, you know, possibly let Bellingham go with, with, with a replacement coming in. But again, it's it's one of those where we, nothing nothing has nothing concrete is out there around Joe Bellingham. He's a Liverpool fan. That's it. There's nothing else um, concrete out there at the moment. Um, Gav, do you think the high line? And us not adapting in game will cost us games. The high line Liverpool have been really good at um, for the for the last real couple of seasons. You know, I think wasn't it wasn't it the nineteen twenty season or maybe last season where we noticed that they'd gone even a step higher and um, they kind of really gone for it. But it don't work if you don't pressurise the football. You know, if you give Premier League footballers, no matter what team they play for, you give them time to get get the ball down and get their head up and look with 35 to 40 yard space behind you, they'll hurt you. Um, the whole idea of the press is to, is to panic these players that mightn't be as good as you into making mistakes and then you punish them with your quality. If you stand off them, you're, you, there's no point. Drop back. Um, if you want to stand off them, you have to drop back. And if you definitely want to stand off them in certain areas of the pitch, you need to have your midfield willing to do that. But when you have a high line and a midfield not willing to press or protect you, um, it's it hurts and it, start, it really has kind of hurt us in the in the last couple of games, in my opinion. So it's one of those where 
if we apply ourselves, I keep saying if we apply ourselves and our intensity is there, I don't worry about a high line. But when we drop that application and we drop that intensity or that intent to go and press teams and then win the ball higher up, um, that's where I get a bit of a worry. Midfield is our current problems, as Alan say. I agree. It is our current problem. But, um, you know, we've had problems in defence and we've sorted them out. We've had problems up front um, last season and we sorted them out. And now we have um, we have a problem in midfield. And it's, it's basically because of the availability of certain players and and players coming in and, and not doing the job. But it, individually and as a unit for me, you know, you can't just start... Um, you know, we can't just start pointing at one player and saying it's all him. It's not. They work as a unit. They win as a unit. They use as a, a unit. A, a unit. A unit. And and the thing is, like, you can't have players that have bad days. You know, you have two of them. If it was a really good, he had an off day. Sometimes they're all really bad. Um, Jay Winnan says, Gav, will this be going out as an audio platform? Um, yes, absolutely, Jay. Um, I'll get it edited and it ASAP. It should be out there by three, half three for you to listen to, if that's all right, Jay. Um, Holland is worth 170 million without a bio clause. Well, the bio clause is there and the rumour is it's 75 million pounds this summer is the bio clause. So, um, like to be a good few after that, to be good, unless he's absolutely nailed his, his colours to a certain mast. But at the moment, again, there seems to be a lot of trivial stuff around Erling Haaland. But I would imagine, I would imagine it's probably between, it's probably between Real Madrid and Manchester City for me. As much as Barcelona are making noise, I think it's Real Madrid or, or Manchester City. And if I was to put money on it, I think it might be Real Madrid. But I will, you can't really off see when any of these things come up. If they want them, they can they can outspend more or less anyone. So <clears throat> it's um it's one of those on Erling Haaland. Um I think that's about it for today. Um I've enjoyed that. I really have. Hundred and twenty nine people watching, which is great. Um as I said, it'll be available on audio. And you can watch it back later and you can put your comments underneath. Tell us what you want to talk about. Do you like the format? Do you not like the format? Tell us what tell us the good, the bad and the indifferent, and we work hard to um to change it as much um, or as little as we have to. Um, that's about it. We will talk to you soon. Um, as I said, we might get a show together for later on. Keep an eye out. Keep the notifications on. If we do get a show together later on, um, we will um, we will let you know. And the rest of the week has loads of stuff coming. And this will be available Wednesday, Thursday, Friday as well. And don't forget, come into the chat Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, 2 p.m. I'll have bits to talk about that I've looked up and done a bit of research on. And if you have any things you want to talk about, um, you go and let me know too. Be good. Over now. Sports Social Podcast Network.